so it happens that I've been in a lot of funny and awkward situations. Well, it wasn't really funny then because it was like real, real. But now that I think about it, it's really funny. Hi guys, this podcast is powered by South Epiphany Studio in partnership with Startup Kano. Looking for that comfy space where you can reflect on the most random, enlightening, and extremely relatable topics we've got you covered. We talk about it so you can think about it. So I started business when I was eight years old. I think I started with about 800 naira. And so I went with my mom to the market and I got some ribbons and eyeliners and powder and stuff. And I came back and I sold it to the people in my house and the people at my mom's workplace. And so after that, I learned bead making and the mic from the market people. I learned bead making. I used to spend all night doing it. After that, I went into ribbons. I used to hand sew ribbons. So this time I got an order to make 100. And I spent all day, all night making them. And that was when I got this person that was like, okay, since you're good at this, just learn tailoring so it's easier for you. And so after that, I went, I learned tailoring in grade nine. And after that, I I was doing a lot of side gigs. I was, I was a waitress. I was a tailor. <laughs> And then I think I, I, after that, I became, I went into catering because my mom is a caterer. I went into catering and uh, that's like a story that is extremely ridiculous <laughs> and extremely funny. You would not imagine what I did when I was a caterer. And so when I graduated from university, I studied math. And so people were not really surprised when I said I wanted to do photography because I was already a writer since I was a child. And so it was just another way of me expressing myself. And so when I started photography, it wasn't as easy as I imagined or as easy as people really think because I had to use every penny of mine to foil that passion I had to buy equipment and <laughs> I remember losing that equipment a few times. Like I bought this equipment of something here, I lost it. I bought the same thing again and I lost it. And I remember for a few months, I, I didn't really buy it again. Not because I didn't have the money, but partly because I didn't have the money. And partly because I was just like punishing myself to learn my lesson. And I remember this time I went to take pictures for a wedding and I had just gotten this lens that's about 90k and I went for the wedding and I forgot the lens <laughs> that day <laughs> I was just on my way home with one of my mentors he teaches me photography and he guides me and I was just like wait I can't find the lens and he was like okay did I check well I was like then we had to go back to the venue I was or I, in fact, I wasn't losing my mind there. I was, I had already lost my mind. I was like, you know, once I go home and I take my bath, I'm never doing photography again. So that's how difficult it gets at some point that you, you swear that you would never do this again. So the struggle has been so, so like 
so much more than you would assume and that wasn't even the big deal the big deal was that at a point i was really scared i was so scared and i couldn't really talk to people about it i was scared um what if i wasn't good enough what if like when someone asks me to come do a job for them i would be so anxious till the day that i do that job and i see that it's okay i would be so anxious what if i don't get the right shot and so i found that i i was better at projects that i did for myself than for people especially people who didn't really trust me fully i felt like i was always on edge on i was only always anxious so i didn't really give my entire self to the project because i was being cautious of what the person wants but when i when i was doing a project that i wanted or for myself it was really more adventurous and i found myself delivering better and so when i started photography i one of the things that i did that i don't want people to do is that i undervalued myself and so when a family member or someone will call me to do a project for them i was eager to do it because i felt like i was just starting and i needed the push and i needed to convince people that i could do it and so i would charge like 50% less than other people would charge and besides that i would still go through the anxiousness and the struggle and the trying to good extra mile to please the customer and in the end it just made me an anxious person and it made me um have to work twice harder because i just um because i wasn't really having enough money to do other things like every money i was getting was coming from other sources and i wanted to fold the photography and it wasn't paying me much when i worked for people and so i wasn't really moving forward so this leads me to today's topic about um support from family and friends and i feel like i had to give the story because i feel like one of the major things that affects this is how we value ourselves so if you value yourself and you value what you do people around you are bound to value you and what you do and they're bound to give you better support so today i'm going to be giving a few scenarios so this episode is actually divided into two segments because i want it to be as interactive as possible so the first segment is just going to be me giving you this few scenarios that have happened to me and um a number have happened to me a number have happened to people around me and so i want you guys to give me your feedback and your comments if these things have happened to you or what you would have done in these scenarios and this is going to come up in the second segment but for this first segment scenario number 1 So Anisa is a photographer. <laughs> Don't mind I'm using photography. It's just Anisa is a photographer and her cousin Aisha is getting married in a month. So Aisha wants a pre-wedding shoot. And so she asks Anisa to give her the contact of the best photographer she knows to help her do 
the pre-wedding shoot. And Anissa knows that Aisha knows she's a photographer. So Anisha, uh, sorry. <laughs> so Anissa is, um, is feeling a bit down. And so she doesn't know if she should talk to Aisha and tell her, hey, look, I... I am a photographer, I could do this for you. Or should she just give her the number of the best photographer she she believes she wants? So that's scenario number one. What should Anissa do? Please give me your feedback if you've been in that situation or what you think she should do. Scenario number two. Now, this is from Aisha's perspective. Aisha is getting married she has always dreamed of the best photographers doing her job for her, like when she's getting married to give her pre-wedding shoots. And so she knows her cousin is a photographer, but she feels like her cousin is a bit of an amateur. Like she hasn't been doing it for so long. She's skeptical about the quality of her job and she feels like she wants some big shots to do her photography for her so she is confused if she should give the job to her cousin because she's her cousin or she should go for a photographer she's more confident about so give us the comment to that scenario if you feel she should do any of these options or if you have option number three your wild card we'll be happy to hear more wild cards because you know we're trying to learn from you here So scenario number three, we have Abdul is a graphic designer. He started graphic designing about a year, two years ago. And his friend Suleiman is, has actually been pushing him, has been helping him out to access some of the, to access some of the dummy projects he has been doing. And from time to time when he got better, he started doing free projects for his friend Suleiman. So now he has become a professional graphic designer. And his friend wants him to do a project worth about 25k for free. <gasps> he has been doing it for free. And so, and Shah is his friend now. You know, they'll be like, now nah, my friend and stuff like that. So... He wants him to do that project for him for free. And Abdul is a bit um, uncomfortable. He wants to, he has been doing it, but he wants, he feels like it's high time that he got value for his work. And he feels like his friend should be able to pay him for that job. But he doesn't know how to tell his friend. So what do you think should happen? Should he go ahead and do that job? Or should he tell his friend what he feels? And what exactly should he say? That's the wild card. Please, please, please tell us what you think Abdul should do. Four is Mariam. Mariam is a baker. She is a caterer. And she had to go through online courses and had to go through some classes to learn baking. And then her friend, what name should we use now? Her friend Salma wants to learn baking. 
and Miriam is actually making a business out of what she's doing and her friend Selma comes to her she's like oh and I figured you know how to big and you're you know you're really getting a lot of money out of this thing and I was like ah why not I just tried doing that too and then she's like okay I would love for you to teach me how to bake so that I can start a business you know and um Mariam doesn't know what to do she wants to teach her because obviously she's her friend but she's also feeling skeptical because um this is her business and she suffers to get customers and all of that so what do you think Mariam should do should she charge her to teach her should she teach her for free or should she refuse to teach her at all so give us your feedback on that and our fifth scenario which is going to be the last scenario actually this is from Hafsa Hafsa is um, Hafsa has a brother who is a graduate of medicine and her entire family was very happy when he graduated. He's like this super smart geek. And everybody has always like pictured a future for him running a, a hospital or a clinic or something. And then, you know, a lot of job opportunities have been waiting for him after graduation from this uncle and that auntie and this person and that person. And then he finally finishes and then he says he wants to go into poultry now his sister does not support that his entire family do not support that and so his sister he wants a bit of um, funds to start his poultry job and his sister is wondering should she give him those funds to start or should she just allow him to suffer until he realizes that he it's better for him to get a job in fact, one of the jobs that have been offered to him from family and friends. What do you think she should do? That's scenario number five. And these are one of the most, uh, these are a few of the most common scenarios that I have been in or my friends or people around me have been in. And there are a couple more interesting, even silly ones that you would never imagine people actually have to go through. So I would appreciate so much, so much, so much your feedback. Give us your comments on any of these scenarios, what you think these people should do, what you think you would have done if you were in any of these scenarios. And I'm going to be meeting you in the second segment of this episode. Do you think we support family and friends? You can download the Anchor app. It's so much easier for you to keep tabs on what we are doing. I don't want you to miss anything. So please download the Anchor app. You can find us there. You can subscribe and even favorite us there. If you uh, want us to send you links instead for every new episode, we can, also, we can also do that. It's nothing. And also, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's still styles underscore epiphany. And you can drop your comment under our page thank you so much for listening and um 
looking forward to the next segment where it's going to be more interactive with you guys comments and feedbacks i'm sure we're going to have a, a laugh because so many people have actually gone through these scenarios and they've always wanted to talk about it but nobody like comes out to say you know this and this happened too you can send us all of those stories we got you and thank you guys take care Assalamu alaikum, Ramadan Mubarak from Pesabel. Pesabel is a platform that facilitates the donations to mosques and charities. You can follow us on our social media platforms at Pesabel and you can participate on our fun and exciting Sedaka challenge. Download our app on Play Store.